Whoop, whoop, whoop. So many exciting things to tell you. I'm going to keep it short and simple. Number one, my book is now free, a digital version of my book, Building Simple Habits to a Healthy Me. You can just sign up and get it for free. Number two, come and say hello on Instagram. I'm having fun on Instagram doing exciting reels. Number three, I have four amazing packages for my Positively Healthy program called Magical May exciting exciting if you want to find out more book a call and let's chat and lastly remember radiate and renew four simple habits simple but mighty habits is starting may the 15th so come and sign up for that I had a miracle cure that would guarantee you and your family living to a ripe old age whilst feeling vigorous, fit and fabulous. Would you be interested? Well, I do. It's called Healthy Living. Hello and welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Orlina Kerrick. Healthy Living for Families Made Easy. Hello and welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Orlina Kerrick. I hope that you are feeling amazing today as I record this. It is the end of August. We have made it through the summer. I love the summer, but I'm also looking forward to the autumn and counting down until we can get back into our house, which will be hopefully, fingers crossed, three months time. Okay, today I have a super special treat for you today. I am super excited to chat with one of my clients so that you can see what it is like to have a health coach. I talk to so many people who are so keen on getting to healthy, amazing them, where healthy living is easy and fun, and they know that they're the healthiest and fittest and best versions of themselves. However, there's a big however, is that a lot of people think, oh, I can't invest money in it or it won't work for me. Or more importantly, the biggest thing I see is people who say, well, I ought to be able to do this by myself. And oh, that's such barrier thinking. It's such not helping you thinking. I'm not expressing myself very well today. But I want to peel back what actually happens behind coaching and why it is so amazing. Now, I'll be totally upfront with you. It's not secret. It's not magic. What does a coach do? It's not like they have a magic wand. But what they do is help you get to that best version of yourself. And luckily, I'm seeing that more and more people are investing in health coaching because they can see the value of it. But you're busy doing whatever it is that you're doing. And your brain only has a certain amount of things that it can focus on at one time. You can't prioritize everything. But what you can do is get someone to help you prioritize what you really want to prioritize or work on. So that's why I am super excited to talk to Alea so that she can really give her voice to what it's like to be coached. Now, Alea has had one-on-one coaching. So that just means that it's her and me. Now, I offer one-on-one coaching and I also offer group coaching, which obviously means that we work in a group. And there are pros and cons to both ways of doing it. So if you're interested in finding out what it looks like to be coached by me and to work with me, then feel free to email me at orlina at drorlina.com. And right now I am building up my group package and I am offering scholarships to people who 
want to make that change. They're super invested. They're excited. They're keen. They're like, let's do this. And I want some help doing it. So if that sounds like you, then let me know. To be clear, that scholarship is not free, but it's at a much reduced price from my my normal um, prices. And I'm going to give out 10. Now, three people have signed up already. So at the moment, as I record this, I have seven places to to fill. As I say, looking for people who are really keen, excited, want some help, understand the value of coaching. Okay, let's chat to Alea. Alea, thank you so much for coming and chatting to us on the Fit and Fabulous podcast. Thank you for having me. So we have been working together for a little while now, but before we talk about that, would you like to just tell people where you, um, what you do and about your amazing website? Thank you. I have been a food blogger since 2008. Um, I'm a cookbook author of two cookbooks, Prep Ahead Meals from Scratch and Prep Ahead Breakfasts and Lunches. At my website, uh, Prep Ahead um, Premeditated Leftovers, I cover food, but I also cover some lifestyle um, topics as well as covering children and gardening. So I, I do a lot of lifestyle stuff. Fabulous. And you were telling me the other day that you have this secret superpower, which is, what did you call it? Recipe um, creation, where people tell you that they have certain ingredients and you magic up this. I think the one that really appealed to me was the Italian. People who don't like tomatoes or can't eat tomatoes, how do they then eat Italian food? Right. Yes. I was telling you, you can use pumpkin in, in place of tomato sauce and recipes, but you have to up your Italian spices. Yes, I didn't realize that I had uh, a knack for recipe creation until I discovered that I had um, celiac disease. And, well, and actually, it wasn't even me. For me, I was just happy to skip everything with gluten. But then I found out that I had passed it on to my children. And I didn't want my children to go without certain favorite foods. And so I started creating recipes and that's how I discovered actually through something that most people would consider a bad thing, um, finding out that your kids have celiac disease. For me, it was the beginning of a career um, when I discovered that I was pretty good at creating recipes. Fabulous. And I think it's something that is really good to have that joy of being in the kitchen and that sort of exploring. So many people think, ah, oh, I don't like being in the kitchen. And I totally, totally get that having kids who, you know, I create something and then they go, oh, I don't even want to touch it. So I understand both sides of the story. But I think if we can find the joy in being in the kitchen, kitchen it just makes life so much easier. It does. It makes it a lot, a lot of fun, especially if you can share that joy with your family. Absolutely. Absolutely. So before you met me or we started working together, do you want to tell people a little bit about what your life looked like? Because you're a relatively healthy person, or you were when I met you. Mm -hmm. So do you want to tell me a bit about what it was like before we started working together? Okay, so for me, um, I after I had my last baby, I had my last baby at 40. I struggled to lose weight. Um, I, and it was very frustrating. I was in the gym, um, you know, five days a week, I was cutting calories, I was doing all these different things. And I was really, really struggling to lose weight. Um, 
And this struggle lasted 11 years. My son was 11 before I finally found the magic formula. Um, But what happened and why I ended up coming to you is because even though I lost the weight, I lost 50 pounds and I felt healthy. um, And a lot of people around me would ask for the recipes. What are you eating? Would you create a meal plan? There was a part of me that didn't feel authentic right? Because I knew that there were some things I was still struggling with, that even though I'd lost the weight, I felt like I was just, you know, one holiday away from going back to bad habits. Um, Because that's what happens often, right? And I don't think I'm the only person that this happens to. Um, I found that I, I do very well. I feel good as long as I'm not eating sugar. If I cut the sugar out, my joints aren't achy. I have more energy. I don't need that afternoon nap. Um, And I just feel like I have a lot of energy for life. But I also have been, as I've been on this journey, there have been times where Christmas comes and I go and eat those foods again, those old foods, and I slip back into a pattern. And the reason I came to you is one, one of the first things is I didn't want to go back to some of those old patterns. And I knew some cycles that I needed to break. And um, you had offered a, a session Um, and I thought, okay, I'm going to just try this uh, experiment with this. And then, but the other thing is, is for me, I think with my business, I had turned down major opportunities because I didn't feel authentic. Right. So for me, it wasn't just living healthily and not falling back into old cycles, but it was also feeling 100% authentic. So I could step out into that limelight and stop turning down, you know, major (laughs) offers. Um, So and I think other people are like that, too, right? We, we don't feel maybe it's not authentic, maybe it's fear, maybe it's those little things that keep us from taking that next big leap. No, I totally get that. And, you know, with my background of working with picky eating, I think part of the reason that I pivoted to work with mothers was really that, you know, I think the phrase is walk the walk and talk the talk. I really do walk the walk and talk the talk when it comes to healthy living. But with the picky eating, my kids still have issues with picky eating. Not that we haven't found ways to manage them, but I wouldn't think, oh, they're fixed and everything is amazing. And then I just felt like a fraud telling people, oh, we'll do this. It's kind of thinking, well, it hasn't exactly worked for you. Well, of course, it had worked for me. Things were much, much better. But it's that perfectionist streak. They weren't. Right. They weren't perfect. Yes. We're so critical of ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so talking about that session, I remember that session. It was a magic likes and dislikes session. Are you happy for us to talk about that session? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because this was the one where I call it the magic likes and dislikes. But I think I call it magic likes and dislikes because... When I did that session with you, it was like magic. I mean, it is always like magic, but you had spectacular results. And let me just explain what the magic likes and dislikes exercise (laughs) is for people who haven't heard about it. Essentially, it's a sort of thinking about your thoughts and emotions, and it allows you to dial up or dial down a particular like for a certain food. And um, I did it the exercise with Alea on blueberries. And I remember you having these blueberries. You wanted to like blueberries because you felt that they were a healthy food and that you weren't eating them. But for me, it kind of felt a bit like it was a joke. You know, those those TV programs where somebody goes, we're just joking. (laughs) Because I remember you pulled out these blueberries from 
for me, it was behind the screen. I hadn't seen the blueberries there. And then you, you did it and you ate them. And it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. But do you want to tell me a little bit about that from your perspective? What happened during that session? Yes. Well, it was very interesting. And, you know, it seemed it's a little bit unusual the how you're doing it, you know, because you're having you vis- me, you were having me visualize one food and, you know, and ask me all sorts of questions and some things I hadn't even thought about until you asked me. And then I'm like, oh, I do have a feeling and it does reside somewhere in my body when I think, you know, it, I would never, it, it was such a deep, exploration of how you felt about this one thing. And so what I was trying to do is replace candy, you know, little pieces of candy that I might grab um, with blueberries. And I thought, and you told me beforehand to think about what I wanted to replace it with. And I thought a long time about it because I, I like the flavor of blueberries in foods, but I will never, they're almost always in the kitchen. I even grow them. Um, I have my whole family eats them. I encourage them, but I was not grabbing from the blueberry bowl. And so it was something I would put them in oatmeal and eat them, but I wasn't just grabbing them. And, I'm, and so I thought a lot about this, that why can I replace candy with blueberries? when I, If I'm going to do this action, why can't it be this healthy um, fruit that, I mean, is just one of the wonder foods, right? So I'd put a lot of thought into it. Um, and so it was something that I already liked the flavor of. It was just, I, it wasn't the texture, right, that I had to get past um, and form that habit. So um, it was, and one of the things I thought was pretty profound is because we replaced the candy with something I didn't like, which was canned spinach. I'm never going to eat. I love fresh spinach, but I'm never going to eat canned spinach. But anyway, it was interesting because when we talked about my feelings about candy, you said, oh, wait, we're not going to replace one for one. You did a two-step process uh, because all, some of your feelings about candy are not good ones, right? I had guilt and some bad and negative feelings. And so you then had me pick something else, which was grapes that I, that I love and feel good about. And so then we associated the blueberries with the grapes. So I, I, it was a very thoughtful process of wait, you can't just do one for one in this situation because she's got some weird stuff going on with the kids. (laughs) Um, But it was really good. And it's interesting because, um, I haven't gone back to eating candy. I I was able to eat the blueberries in a very short amount of time. I'm still eating blueberries. um, And I don't know when I ever stopped not being able to, or, you know, as a kid, I don't know when that happened. Um, But I'm really glad that I can do that, just eat fresh blueberries now. Um, The one thing that um, I do sometimes do, though, is... If I'm in a situation where like I'm mindlessly going to um, eat candy, like I was at a party and they had candy out. And when I looked at the candy, I'm like, ooh, canned spinach. Like I just, I do that little thing in my head. I didn't say it out loud because people think I'm a nut. <laughs> we try to appear normal in public. Uh, <laughs> but I just, in my mind went, ooh, canned spinach, right? So I just like, I make myself make that connection as early as possible when I'm in a setting. Um, and I, I did that later. We, we had talked about, interestingly enough, after we had done this session um, and we did another one with ice cream. And then we had talked about maybe doing popcorn 
and replacing it with celery. And we never did it. Um, we, we had other things we were working on. And it was very interesting because every time I, you know, saw my kids making popcorn or, or was at a place where there was popcorn, I would just tell myself, oh, we're going to replace that with celery. Like I was just putting a place marker on my brain. Oh, we're going to place that with celery but I'm not going to have some today. We're going to place that with the celery. And it was so funny because later on in the summer, um, I was craving something crunchy and I actually craved spinach by just telling myself, oh, we're going to replace that popcorn with, uh, within, uh, you know, a couple, I don't know, it was a couple weeks, a couple months. I actually started craving celery without us even doing the exercise, which is one of the cool things is so you can, I could do this a couple sessions with you, but then I can start taking that skill and start talking to myself about things and be healthier. That's amazing. And that's really fabulous that that's where I want to get people is that I don't want people dependent on me. I want people to see, oh, this is how it works. And I can make that step and do it by myself. So that's absolutely fabulous. So going back to when we were first thinking about working together, and I remember saying to you, you were telling me about your life and me saying, you know what, you sound pretty healthy. I think you just need six months. And you said, no, no, I want a year. I want to work with you. <laughs> I was like, ah, okay, if you want to, of course. What do you think your goals were at that time? You know, if I'd said to you at the time, what do you want to have achieved in a year's time? What would you have said? Well, I think the reason I wanted the year is because I have gone periods of eating healthy for three months, six months, you know, and then fallen off. And so I wanted, for me, I wanted to be able to have that check-in or be able to, to immediately say, help, right? If I need that, right? And so I wanted to be able to get through all of the events, all of the and what a year it's been. It's been a horrible year. You know this. I've had, I've lost four family members and a close relative has been diagnosed with stage four cancer. So if anything was going to put me back into emotional eating, it would be this year. And so for me, I think what I wanted to be able to do was walk through and sometimes we strategize, oh, this event's coming up. What are we going to do? How are you going to handle this? Um, you know, whether it's Mother's Day or Father, I'm like, it's Mother's Day, I can, I can tell everybody what we're eating, right? <laughs> Nobody's bringing any junk food in my house. But, um, but other times where I'm the one who's making the cake, right? How are we going to strategize? Am I going to have one piece and not not have any more? Um, so how am I going to set new habits, connect new emotions to those events? and new actions to those events that I carry over. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so I think we're about six months in now, perhaps a little bit more. Mm -hmm. How do you think it's going? Oh, I think it's going really well. Um, and and there have been a lot of things, things that I wasn't expecting to come up. Um, and one of them was you encouraged me to get a Fitbit. And I was amazed. And I think because of the I think when you are overweight, society views you as 
you're lazy, you're not, you're not exercising, you go to the doctor and you tell them you're at the gym four to six times a week. And they're like, yeah, right. You're just writing this on the paper, right? Just like you wrote, you don't drink alcohol, right? Like I really don't drink alcohol. I really do go to the gym four to six times a week, even when I was fat, but you, society's view of you tends to carry over. And you let that seep in. And one of the great things about the Fitbit was it was really showing me, yes, I really am active. It allowed me to step into and change my perspective of myself, right? It's not an accident that I'm fit now. It it really is. My lifestyle really is healthy. And so there were little things like that where I could say, no, I'm an active fit person, which before, you know, 10 years of being perceived as lazy because I was overweight, that people have this view that you cannot be an active muscular person underneath the layer of fat, right? That, and so to me, that was being able to step into that identity of an active fit person was a breakthrough. Um, Other things that have come up is for me, sometimes just talking about an issue, you know, to another person so much, we keep our emotions inside, right? We don't want to be judged. And here's this judgment free zone. And I can share, I'm, I'm worried about this, or I'm having a struggle about this. And you start asking questions and then a light bulb, I'll have a light bulb moment. Um, And so that has been um, even my sleep cycle, right? As an entrepreneur, you know, working from home, I had this mentality that I had to be up at 530, right? You had to be part of the 5am club. Um, And so I was shorting myself sleep. And you're like, why do you have to get up this time? (laughs) Right? And so you address some of the mentality around some of the the lifestyle things to make a a healthy lifestyle that works for you. Fabulous. And I think one of the things that I see in society now is happily, a lot of people are beginning to use health coaches. And I think it is fabulous because clearly as a society, we have an issue with how we lead our lives and we don't lead our lives in a healthy way. But one of the things that I come across a lot is so many people saying, oh, I should be able to do this by myself. And that idea is kind of heartbreaking because particularly when they're people who have a track record of starting and stopping and starting and stopping and showing themselves that they haven't. But there is Mm -hmm. this idea that, well, it's just how we eat and how we sleep and how we exercise. And, you know, I don't need to go to university to understand that. Why do I need to pay somebody to help me do that? And I think that's a really interesting place that I can see changes, but still a lot of people there. What would you say to people in that situation? Well, one, you can personalize it, you know, and you and I have talked a lot about why is for me being off sugar so important. And I discovered this um, many years ago when I gave up sugar for Lent and all of my arthritis pain went away. Like within by Easter, I was pain free. Of course, then I on Easter, you know, had cake and the pain came back. But so I knew this, right? I knew that this is this pain free place for me. Um, And but that's the thing that, you know, walking into just uh, a place where they, uh, you know, and, and because of my website, 
I get companies that offer diet plans for women all the time. And I will look over them and I will say, oh, well, this will not work for me. I can't have gluten. This will not work for me. Um, I don't do well on sugar and refined carbs. I don't, I, I get that afternoon slump. Now, at 55, a lot of my friends can get the afternoon slump and take a nap. But I have a teenager that I still have to keep up with that I'm homeschooling. So an afternoon nap is not an option for me. I need that to feel energetic. And so one, with you, we can personalize it. One of the things I found that from previous diets that were not working for me is they didn't have good, healthy fats in them. And my body responds really well to good, healthy fats. And so one of the things that we addressed, once we replaced the blueberries with candy, okay, so I have a healthy habit, right? If I'm going to do that in the evening, but then, and another thing you is, we talked about, why am I snacking and eat in the evening? Right. And so you said, are you getting enough calories at, di- at dinner time? Right. Add some more olive oil to your dinner. And so that sna- that clicked, right. I know that I need more healthy fats in my diet, but I, when I'm cooking dinner for my family, I'm not personalizing it for me. So to take some extra steps to personalize my dinner for me was huge. That may, so I don't, I very rarely even snack in the evenings anymore. And um, one of the things, so I started, once you said that, and I think sometimes talking about something once, you know, we, I always joke about how things fall from the sky for me. Right. But once you start looking for something, Or once you start, you talk about something, you have this conversation, and then you start seeing it in other places in your life. And so many of our conversations are like that. So once we started talking about the fact that I needed more healthy fats in my dinner, I was able to start thinking about other, it just like kind of exploded the ideas of what I could be doing at dinner time. Could I have a quick, quick little healthy high fat dessert after? So I started making kind of, um, I, I call them dessert waffles, but they're just waffles made with almond flour and coconut flour. And I drizzle melted peanut butter. So that's my, sometimes my dessert, if I'm still hungry after dinner, which is healthy, it has high fats, but it's giving my body what it needs, even though the rest of my family doesn't need it. And so, you know, talking with you about things helps me find beyond the conversation, I'm still seeing, finding solutions two, three days afterwards, things are still coming to me. Does that make sense? Yeah, fabulous. So what I'm hearing is, you know, we have a conversation and that kind of empowers you to then figure it out by yourself. Right. And you give me some active solutions, but then I I continue to go. I continue to think about it and and start seeing other solutions. You know, I open the pantry and I'm like, oh, that would, you know, adding this, uh, making a sauce of this for me on top of uh, these vegetables would, and, you know, maybe my family likes it, maybe they don't, but I get that extra healthy fat. So then I don't snack, but that's something personal, right? A lot of my friends, they can stop eating at 7 PM and not be hungry anymore. It was, you know, a lot of my, everybody has different, somewhat different needs. And I think that's one of the things that is missing from going to say one of the, you know, the diet main diet things is they say they can personalize it, but not in the same way um, that you and I can. 
if that makes sense. Yes, no, totally. And I think it's all about fitting it around your life. And I think that's really the key. It's, okay, well, I've got the framework and the framework's not secret. I think I've mentioned my four pillars before. (laughs) (laughs) So that bit's not secret, but it's about how do I actually apply all of this to my life? And my life is unique. And I've got these blind spots where I can't really see what it is Mm -hmm. that's holding me back from actually committing and staying on track. But once you're there, it's so easy. (laughs) And I think that's the thing, that once you get there, it's amazingly easy, but it's getting there. That's the the bit that trips people up. It's It's incorporating it into your life and making it work. Because if you go on a diet and it doesn't fit into your life, then you stop. If you're going, if you're doing something, and one of the great things about the pandemic that has happened is that everything has to fit into my life. I don't, you don't have the external sources for exercise when the gym is closed. You don't, so you're like, what do I, what am I doing? What do I enjoy? How do I fit this into my life? And those are great ways to actually make something a permanent change rather than a situational change. If Yeah, no, totally. I get it. That's fabulous. So any last words of wisdom for people who are thinking, oh, my goodness, it feels like so much money. Is this worth it? Do you think it's worth it for you? Uh, Yes, I do. And I think one of the things you have to think about is, um, for me, again, I'm 55. I'm thinking about this long term. And how much are my healthcare costs? How much is the cost of missing out on events with my youngest son, who's 15 uh, or 14, um, being able to be active and, and present in his life for a long time? I mean, there, there isn't a dollar amount that I can put on being present and active in his life. Um, so for me, that's that is an essential. But also, you know, you see people with even with your co-pays with insurance there's so much that we can address just through healthy living and healthy diet. Uh, When I gave up sugar, my cholesterol dropped 40 points in six weeks. Like that's huge. Um, And so for me, when I look at putting money at something that is a short-term fix or putting it money that is um, covering symptoms, which is, you know, like if I take cholesterol medicine, instead of doing this through a healthy diet, there are, there are costs to those and long-term costs where I feel like with this, I'm making this a part of my lifestyle. Yes. It's more money upfront, but it's something that's incorporated forever. That's put me in a healthy place. Um, that long-term saves me money in, you know, medical bills and things like that, that I'm not going to have to pay. Um, Absolutely. I think that's, for me, that's what it's all about. It's about, you know, I know it's lovely to lose weight and weight loss wasn't an issue for you. But on one level, the weight isn't important. It's the health benefits. And often people need to lose weight in order to get to a healthy weight. I mean, it depends on the individual. But for me, it's all about, hey, let's live this amazing life and let's live it healthy and not get to this stage where we can't do all the things that we want to do. Right. And with me having arthritis, I had doctors who wanted to give me arthritis medicine for the pain. But when I gave up sugar and the pain went away, I went, this doesn't cost anything, (laughs) right? This is a free solution. Um, And then for me, really, uh, 
you know, lowering my cholesterol, that was a priority for me. Um, the losing weight was a side, was a side effect, right. Of lowering my cholesterol. It was, I wasn't, I did the lowering the cholesterol wasn't the side effect of losing weight. Yeah, no, lower the cholesterol. Exactly. But I think that that I I know that we weren't working together when you did that bit, but my aim for people is to focus on the healthy living and then the other things fall into place. So if weight loss is your aim, excuse me, then you focus on the healthy living and then the weight just naturally comes off. Right. Yes, it does. But the the other benefits are just amazing. The increased energy um, to be able to, you know, I told you this summer I went, uh, I did one of those obstacle courses, you know, that are, you know, 30 feet in the in the sky. And, you know, all the other women my age were sitting on the ground and taking pictures of the kids. And I was able to be up there jumping from obstacle to obstacle, like, you know, an American warrior. Um, and so, and to be able to do it with my son instead of watch my son do it. Yes. You know, I love those things. Not, They're amazing. <laughs> yeah. But there's not, a, the, again, that's the type of thing where there isn't a price tag on that yeah. moment that he has that forever with his mom. Oh, yes. Well, it's an absolute pleasure of working with you. And I am very honored that you trust me with such an important part of um, your life. So thank you so much. And yeah, do you want to tell people about your website, where they can find you? Uh, yes, well, they can find me at um, premeditatedleftovers.com. Um, and also, if they would like to go at uh, prepaheadmeals.com, um, I do have a cooking course there on um, prep ahead breakfasts and lunches that are, are pretty healthy. They're what I'm eating. Um, they can see the before and the after of me on there. Cause I, I started cooking with reducing the carbs um, while I was still heavy and um, but just use Orlina uh, 21 and they can get that cooking course for free. Oh, thank you so much. And I, I'm going to have a look and see because I'm always interested in new ways and new preparations and things like that. So thank you so much. And I'll make sure that's in the show notes. Alea, thank you so much for your time. And thank you. Thank you for being a wonderful client. Well, thank you. I appreciate working with you. And I appreciate all the light bulb moments that I've gotten. Um, so I really feel like it's carried over to so many beyond while food was the focus, it's carried over to just so many other areas of my life that I'm I'm really grateful. Fabulous. Thank you. So thank you so much, Alea. And remember, if you go to Prep Ahead Meals and sign up for Alea's um, online cooking class using the code Orlina21, that's O-R-L-E-N-A 21, then she has kindly allowed us to take that class for free. And if you are interested in finding out more about coaching, chatting to me about coaching, then feel free to email me at orlina at drorlina.com. Have a fabulous day. And if you have found this podcast useful, then please leave a review because it helps me get seen by other people. Thank you so much. I will see you next week. Bye-bye. So thank you so much, Alea. And remember, if you go to Prep Ahead Meals and sign up for Alea's um, online cooking class using the code Orlina21, 
21, that's O-R-L-E-N-A, 21, then she has kindly allowed us to take that class for free. And if you are interested in finding out more about coaching, chatting to me about coaching, then feel free to email me at orlina at drorlina.com. Have a fabulous day. And if you have found this podcast useful, then please leave a review because it helps me get seen by other people. Thank you so much. I will see you next week. Bye-bye.